quick disclaimer on this video, I got a cold, so I'm a little under the weather still. You may notice, I don't know if you can tell that my voice is a little bit rumbly and I'm a little bit congested. So hopefully this won't last long and hopefully it doesn't affect the quality of the audio too much. But just bear with me. I'll likely be back to normal in like a week or two. But in the meantime, if my voice is all low and rumbly, you can think of this as ASMR slash. Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP's husband cheats on her with her sister. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. My ex-husband, who cheated on me with my sister, emailed me after six years. I'm a 33-year-old woman, and I met my husband, Dan, almost 15 years ago at a restaurant when I was celebrating my 18th birthday. He was really nice, charming, and mature. He made me feel so loved and special. For some context, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. My mom and dad used to always fight. My dad would sometimes go out and not come back for months. He died when my sister Abby was born. Ever since Abby's birth, my mom has always preferred Abby over me. Abby was basically babied by my mother. She didn't neglect me at all. She always did her best as a mother and provided for me, but I always felt that something was missing. After Dan came into my life, I didn't feel like there was something missing from me. He supported me. He was caring. He would always buy me gifts and take me out on long drives. I felt complete when I was with him. We got married after dating for four years. I wanted to start a family right away, but Dan encouraged me to get my master's and help me build my career. He wanted us to be in a stable position financially before we started thinking about having kids. Seriously, he was the best guy I could ever ask for. After five years of being happily married, I discovered that my husband was cheating on me with Abby. I discovered the affair when my husband made an excuse that he would go out of town for a week, but he stayed in town and booked a hotel room where he and Abby could passionately hug. This had been going on for six months behind my back. I was devastated. Abby and I were close growing up. I loved her and cared for her. How could she do this to me? After I found out, Dan and I had a fight. I asked him how could he do this to me with my sister who just turned 19. He said that he didn't love me anymore, that I didn't give him enough attention, that I'm not the same girl that he fell in love with. During this mess, I discovered that I was pregnant, but due to the stress, I lost the baby. He didn't even care enough to visit me at the hospital when I lost our child. He was having a weekend getaway with my sister. Oof, ouch. Oh, God. Ooh, that one was painful to read. I should have seen the signs. Abby would always be touchy with Dan. Dan would sometimes stare at her. My mother, as usual, took Abby's side and told me to just make peace with it. I wanted to unalive myself because I had no one left. I lost my child, my husband, my whole family. Then, my best friend, Tina, my savior, came to my rescue. She was moving to another state and asked me to come with her. I said yes. I was already divorced at that point and we lived in a small town, so I would obviously run into my ex and my sister a lot. It took me a while to settle into my new life in a different state, but I met some kind people there. That helped me heal some of my trauma. I still have trust issues. I met my current husband, Tony, who's 32, after one year moving into my new place. I was really hesitant and kept my guard up, 
but he showed me that he's trustworthy and loves me a lot. I was so happy with him that I almost forgot about the life that I had back in my hometown. His parents were really welcoming and generous people. We got married a year ago, and I'm now pregnant with our first child. Yesterday, I got an email from my ex, Dan. It just brought back all the bad memories. He mentioned that he misses me, that he tried to find me, but he couldn't. He said that he's very miserable with my sister. He says that she's very dumb and doesn't care about him like I do. That I used to bake him a cake and throw birthdays for him, but Abby only texted him happy birthday and didn't even bother to buy him a cake. Plus, she's very rude, so she doesn't respect him, and she's always at the bar with her friends. <laughs> He also mentioned that she's cheated on him five times already. The last affair was with his cousin. Her mother also doesn't stop her. He says that soon he's going to file for divorce, but lately he's been missing me a lot. He wants us to try again as a couple. He wants us to become a family just like before. Since I don't have social media, except for Instagram, which is private, he probably doesn't know that I'm married and have a baby on the way. I don't know if I should feel pity for him or just laugh because the grass on his side is very brown rather than green. Then OP posted an update. I've decided to send Dan an email and be done with it. This is the email. Dan, I'm sorry to hear that you're suffering, but there's no way that I could be with you. Yes, there was a time when I used to be that girl who would have taken you in a heartbeat, but that girl isn't here anymore. That girl died the day that I had a miscarriage, and you were somewhere shacking up with my sister. I called you, but you never picked up. I'm married to a wonderful man who loves me and cherishes me. I'm also pregnant with our first child. I'm beginning this new chapter of my life with someone I love and care for deeply. So please do not contact me ever again. You made your choice. You chose my barely legal sister over me. I don't care if she cheats on you or she doesn't respect you. Someone like you doesn't deserve loyalty or respect anyways. I left my old life behind in my old town. It would be best for you to just move on and self-reflect. You're just a deeply insecure man who's getting old and who thought that having a young woman by his side would look good. Goodbye. Then Opie posted another update. Well, my ex replied within an hour of me emailing him. He said that he was stupid enough to believe that I would still wait for him. And he said that he would always wait for me because no matter what, I'll always be his baby doll. I cringed hard. He used to call me that, but now it feels repulsive. I also got an email from my mom and my sister. My mom just congratulated me and was excited that she was going to be a grandmother. And my sister did the same and said that she would be a cool aunt. I can't believe these people. They forgot how they treated me when I needed them and moreover betrayed me. I cried for a long time because I've been reading your comments and it seems like me and my sister were groomed by that man. I feel so stupid. I know I shouldn't be mad at my sister, but she was old enough to know that it's bad to have an affair with a married man. Someone who's also your sister's husband. I blocked all of them. I'm five months pregnant and I don't need more stress. God bless my husband. He comforted me when I cried and took me out for ice cream. Man, uh, it's crazy this story starts during OP's literal 18th birthday party. The term for that is 
barely legal, and this guy pounces immediately. And OP has a younger sister. Yeah, this story was really only going in one direction, downhill. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. I have three sons, age 32, 28, and 26. All of my sons are very successful young men and are on their own. My oldest and youngest were always very outgoing and were kind of party animals in high school and college. My middle son focused on his grades and his future from a young age. He even let his younger brother move in with him. Anyway, my middle son had a very bad ex-girlfriend. Basically, they dated since they were 17 and she cheated on him several times. My son never left her because he loved her, but eventually he realized that she was a bad woman and left her. It only took eight years. Anyway, my oldest son got married at 29 and my youngest is engaged. They give my middle son a lot of flack because he's single, but I always say that his ex kind of messed up his sense of love and confidence. They just don't understand what he went through. My husband agrees. Six months ago, my middle son started dating this new girl that we just met yesterday. I was happy to hear that he found someone. She's very educated and smart, according to him. They have similar personalities and interests. Considering that my middle son is kind of a nerd, that made me happy to hear. Anyway, I wanted to meet her immediately. My son said that she's very shy and it would take her time. Six months later, my son's girlfriend told him that she's ready to meet us. So, Friday afternoon, my husband decides to grill. Everyone comes over. Then, my son and his new girlfriend shows up. This beautiful girl walks in holding his hand, standing behind him. He was right. She is very shy. We all introduce ourselves to his new girlfriend, Sadie. Sadie was very quiet, but said hi to everyone. Honestly, she spent the most time with our dog that night. At one point, while everyone else is busy, I ask Sadie if she would like to help me finish some side dishes and chop up some stuff. She says sure. I just ask how they met and some typical conversations. Eventually, my middle son comes up behind her and pokes her booty. She gives him a really look and hits him in the arm and he grabs her and picks her up and they laugh. I say put her down, don't be so rough on her. My son just says okay, puts her down and heads back out. I said, sorry, we have three boys. Sometimes they're a little too rough, but he's harmless. She said, I know he is. I used to wrestle with my dad and brother growing up too. I said, your mom let her daughter wrestle with her older brother and her dad? She said, well, I used to be a boy, so I guess it was different. And she giggled. I froze. I said, what? Her face went snow white and immediately tears rolled down her face. She said, he didn't tell you? I went, no. She said, I think I should leave. I'm sorry. I grabbed her and said, no, stay here. I asked, does my son know? And she said, yes, he does know. She said that she always brings it up on the first date, so if there are any issues, we don't waste each other's time. To be honest, I was very surprised, but my son has never been so happy, so I dropped it. I honestly just couldn't believe it. I mean, you would never know. She's gorgeous. She asked me if I thought differently of her. I said that you make my son happy, and as long as you treat him right, I don't care. She just said thank you. I called my son today because his dad wants to get to know Sadie more, and he wants us all to go to dinner, just the four of us. He said sure. I brought up the conversation I had with Sadie, and he said that he knows. He said that she's just really shy and doesn't talk about it at all. She just tries to fly under the radar. 
He said that since I already know, we have to tell dad, but they discuss me kind of pre-telling my husband before the dinner tomorrow. Any idea on how I'm supposed to tell my husband? Then, two days later, OP posted an update. I took your advice and told my husband earlier than I had planned to. I told him at noon, just before we were going to pick up my son, Sam, and Sadie at 6. The conversation was basic and fairly quick. I just said, Sadie is trans. He just went, hmm, okay. He said that we would talk later. I said something about dinner, and he just said that we would talk later. I told my son Sam that I told my husband and that I would have his back. On the drive to Sam's place, I told my husband that Sam loves her and makes him happy. I explained that it took a lot of courage from Sadie to be open with us right from the beginning. My husband just said that we'll talk later, and he said that he promised that he'd be on his best behavior. We went to pick up Sam and Sadie. It was a nice restaurant, so my husband and Sam were in polos and dress pants, while Sadie and I were in dresses. They looked so cute together when I saw them. They were matching in everything. We go to dinner, and my husband is acting normal, just asking questions to Sam and Sadie about intentions, how they met, etc. After dinner, I gave her a lot of credit. Sadie tried to bring it up with my husband, but he just said to hold that thought, let's go get ice cream. My husband is obsessed with ice cream. He will always find an excuse to go get it. So we go to get ice cream, and he's just telling jokes to everyone in the car and acting a fool, like he always does. We get there, and he asks what everyone wants. My husband's favorite is chocolate. Mine is cookies and cream. Sam's is strawberry, and Sadie's is butter pecan. I promise this matters to the story. We get our ice cream, and after a few minutes, my husband says, It's weird how there are so many different types of ice cream. When I was a kid, there was like two or three. Now, they have hundreds, it seems like. I was confused where my husband was going with this. He then said, As long as the ice cream that you like tastes good to you and makes you happy, I don't mind forking out a few dollars for a smile. He then winked at Sam and Sadie, and that was it. That was the discussion. We took them home, and my husband gave Sam and Sadie each a hug and told Sadie that he hopes that she'll make it to more dinners on the weekends as we do them often. Sadie said that she will. I like how this guy's, resp <laughs> like how this guy's response to finding out that his son is dating a trans person is to be like, hmm, how can I turn this into a dad joke? Like, that's his response. Not outrage, not shock, not anger, just... I'm sure I can turn this into a corny joke if I just think about it hard enough. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the bad guy. Am I the bad guy for wanting to report my doctor, who also happens to be my sister's lifelong best friend, for telling her that I'm on Vyvanse, which is a total HIPAA violation? My oldest sister's lifelong best friend has been my doctor for a couple of years. Initially, my doctor, Dr. A, was a colleague of hers from the same clinic, but after Dr. A was on maternity leave, I temporarily switched to my sister's friend, Dr. B, as my primary physician. And it's been that way since the pandemic began, and I never switched back. I have ADHD, and I get prescription medication for it, and I have been for a few years now. This is something that I haven't shared with any of my family members for fear of backlash since I come from a long line of type A overachievers who don't believe in ADHD, and they write it off as laziness. A few days ago, my siblings and I were hanging out at my sister's house watching Diane Sawyer. 
It was the episode with Matthew Perry where he shares his history with substance abuse, and I made a comment about how skinny he looked during one of the seasons of Friends. My sister, then, out of nowhere, says to me, Well, it started with prescription drugs, so I hope you don't get hooked. I was instantly gripped with a feeling of absolute horror. My other siblings were confused and looking at her for further clarification, but she didn't say anything more. I spent the whole night just frozen and with a deep pit in my stomach. Later, when I found some time alone with her, I had to pry the information out of her. She had just gotten back from a girl's ski trip, and when they were extremely drunk, her friend, my Dr. B, slipped up and mentioned that she saw me recently for an increase in my dosage, and basically revealed to my sister that I've been taking prescription Vyvanse for a few years now. I am so livid, and I feel utter betrayal and have a strong urge to report her for breaking HIPAA regulations. My sister won't stop texting and calling me about it, literally all day long, begging me not to ruin her friend's life forever after years of hard work. She's obviously worried about losing her friend, but she couldn't care less about how disrespected I feel and how my privacy was violated. And more than anything, I worry that my sister will share it with my parents and my family will never look at me or my achievements the same. Also, OP clarifies for context that in Dr. B's family, she brings in the majority of the income, so if Dr. B lost her job, it would seriously affect their family. Then, three months later, OP posted an update. After reading the feedback, I reached out to a close lawyer friend for advice as well. And he, like most of you, agreed that I should report it and do it without informing anyone else. He said that it was better for me to do it sooner to have it on record. Two days after that, I reported Dr. B to the Office of Civil Rights for violating HIPAA and the Patient Safety Act, and for breaching my fundamental right for health information privacy. I didn't tell my sister or anyone else, but a few days later, I saw my entire family when I went home for the holidays. I hadn't heard anything back yet on my complaint, so I wasn't sure if Dr. B was aware yet, let alone tell my sister that I had reported her, so I didn't say a word. Turns out, that wasn't my biggest issue at the moment, though. My sister had already told my parents that I was on an extremely high dose of controlled substances. I knew my parents wouldn't take this news well, but they were far more upset about it than I could have imagined. My dad doesn't believe in ADHD and thinks that it's merely an excuse for those who allow themselves to get easily distracted, especially since the age of social media. He even remarked that he noticed I was quite slow with my responses since dropping out of my chess club. These were really absurd and offensive comments. I can't even remember a lot of it because I was frozen. I just sat there, nauseous and livid, with tears in my eyes. Just listening to the three of them, my parents and my sister, take turns going off at me. My mom wanted me to stop all medications immediately. That you're better than this and smarter than this. And she even threatened to tell your professors that you're on drugs if you leave us with no other choice. But when she said that, it hit me. I did have a choice. I could choose. I could choose to never have to deal with this again and to not let them treat me this way anymore. So I did. I chose to say nothing and allowed them to interpret my silence as agreeing and submitting to their ways as I've done so many times before. Then I went to my room, booked a flight, and packed up most of my stuff. 
The next morning, I called an Uber a few hours before my flight while they were still asleep and flew back to my university. I chose me. In January, I found out that Dr. B had prior complaints from patients against her and that my report had opened an investigation that's currently ongoing. She's been placed on temporary leave until the case is resolved. Man, OP, what is wrong with your sister? If she really even cared about her friends, like, let's, let's, let's think about this logically. If you assume she doesn't care about you, but she does care about her friend, then logically speaking, she would want to not tell your parents about the fact that you use drugs because she could use that as basically blackmail leverage in the sense of like, don't report my friend because if you do report my friend, there's nothing stopping me from telling the parents, so you should keep your mouth shut. But she did it anyways, for no reason, which means I guess she doesn't really care about her friend either. She cares more about hurting you than helping her friends. And then she got upset at you, like, please don't ruin my friend's life, and then does everything she can to ruin your life? Man, this sister is toxic. Also, OP, good on you for reporting the doctor. If she's not going to take her ethical responsibility seriously, then she deserves to lose her job. Oh, but she works so hard for it, and she's the primary breadwinner. So, see ya! Wouldn't wanna be ya! That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.